Hi everyone, I'm Andrea Collins. And I'm Shelly Zorn, and this is Let's Talk Thomasville. A podcast about storytelling through perspectives of the past, our values of today, and our imagination for tomorrow. We are talking about literacy by third grade, which was a pitch point identified in our workforce plan. And uh, reading proficiently by the end of third grade was one of the most significant indicators of lifelong earnings and health outcomes and involvement within the justice system. Um, When Meryl presented to us um, our pinch points within our birth to work, she highlighted that two thirds of students who cannot read proficiently by the fourth grade end up in jail or on welfare. And so as we're digging deeper into early literacy as foundational skills for our community, um, we really wanted to identify where our schools are and what type of um, position they are in and the things that they are doing, because we certainly know there's definitely not a lack of effort. um, And our goal is definitely trying to bring all those efforts together so that we can collectively make an impact. So... um, this episode is really going to get into the details of the importance of reading. And Shelly, do you want to introduce I do. our so, guest? I do. Thank you. So um, our guest today is Bob Deckman, and he has a role at Thomas County School System. I'll let you tell us what your title is, Bob. <laughs> sure. Well, good afternoon. Uh, I'm the Assistant Superintendent for Federal Programs Assessment and Accountability. Wow, that's a mouthful. <laughs> that's a long. That's yes. a long title. So we thought from that title that you would. You're, you're definitely on the committee, the Workforce Plan Committee, that talks about third grade literacy, and we've talked a lot about. It's important for the child. It's important for the family. It's also important once they've grown up and they are our workforce. And so we ne- we have some of that now, and then we have others growing up that will be our workforce of tomorrow. So I guess our first question is to just talk about the overall health of literacy in our county. What, what do you see? Well, um, there's so many different ways to measure literacy and the reading skills of our students. And uh, one of the things I'd like to pull out is... Um, an element of the Georgia Milestones Assessment, and it's called the Lexile Score. Okay. And this is this is a, a data point in which um, it tells how proficiently students can read a sentence and the complexity of the vocabulary in that sentence. So how hard is the passage to read? Okay. And then uh, so as a uh, element of the Milestones Report we've noticed that 60% of all third graders are reading on or above grade level. So that's in 2022, and it includes uh, statistics from both the city school system and the county school system just in our county. In our county, in Thomas County. How often are those assessments given? Is that given at each grade level? Great question. Yep. Yep. Okay. So it's in the spring of each year, beginning in third grade, uh, students are assessed in English language arts okay. and um, math for grades three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and uh, then in the high school uh, they they take it in one specific course where American history, American literature in eleventh grade, uh, algebra one, and biology. Yeah. So these are the big assessment tests we mm-hmm. hear about every spring that everybody's all nervous about, right? That's right. The Georgia Milestones. That's Georgia correct. Milestones. I think I'll be experiencing that. My daughter goes into third grade 
this coming school year, uh-huh. so she'll have the milestone test. Well, you said that it happens in second grade as well? No, in no, the spring. It starts in the third grade. grade. starts in the third grade. Okay, yeah. well, I'll be a part of that then and let you know how it goes. What well, it what that like. means for us in our workforce is that 40% are not reading at grade level. And so that's significant. That's And I think when we looked at the numbers in the workforce plan, the counties around us and others, the, the numbers are even higher. higher. Right. But 40%, that's a significant well, and I like to say that that assessment in the spring is just a snapshot. Okay. You need to take your temperature and see how you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, it also helps us to identify the work and the future work uh, to see where everybody is performing. Mm-hmm. And so that Lexile is one element. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the data that's reported in the workforce plan and uh, the charts that um, were available show that there's about a 33% passing rate on the English language arts milestones. Mm. Well, that's not 60. Why are the two numbers? Yeah. Well, the test has a lot of questions and not all of them measure reading ability. Uh. There's some language arts skills in there that uh, complicate matters. Okay. I did not know that. I mean, my child went all through school and I know every spring it was this big stressful thing for her at every grade level. Um, and so, but I didn't realize the pass rate different than the literacy. Mm-hmm. That, that's interesting. Very. Well, so as this relates to the birth to work pipeline, Merrill Wilcox, project lead, identified this as one of our pinch points. Mm-hmm. And, um, as it just naturally evolved, you know, we created these these committees and community members um, opted in to join, and it has really evolved into um, the uh, into the Thomas County um, Thomas is it Thomas County literacy for Liter- Thomas County literacy. So we had some discussion Thomas about this County. in a committee meeting. That's why we we always pause and have a hard trouble with it. There were there were people on the committee. They didn't know the name of the committee, and and we reversed the name a couple times, and now we so set the record straight, Bob. Tell us the real name. (laughs) (laughs) The group is called Literacy for Thomas County. Literacy first. I'll try to remember. Literacy first. Literacy Literacy for Thomas County. For Thomas County is is has so so Literacy for Thomas County is now the committee that is focused, but that's also where you know, we've been able to merge in with the efforts that, that the committee has already has been doing. You That's guys right. were already working yes. at it. There's no reason for us to recreate the wheel. And so it seemed like at that committee meeting, everybody was signed up yeah. to now form and be on the literacy. So can you Thomas tell us County. a little bit about that committee? Sure. It's been in existence for about 20 years and mm-hmm. it first arose from the family connections, uh, work and it includes stakeholders, from Family Connection, business partners, both school systems work together. And then, of course, we're delighted to have Imagine Thomasville and, <laughs> and uh, its new spirit and uh, membership to join it with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so there- I think the thing that Imagine Thomasville brings to it, and I've talked to Kathy McGahee a lot, is that she was having some trouble, like the school systems are in it every day, boots on the ground, they were very involved. But bringing the business community to the table has been a little tougher. So I could see that through the workforce plan and the committee meetings is you're finally, I think you finally got to a point in the workforce crisis that employers need employees so bad they're now willing and taking the time. You know, they're always willing, but I know they were busy too. And so now they're taking the time to to really dive in with us and make that connection between business and education. 
So you've been on the committee, Bob. Is there anything in the workforce plan that was highlighted that might be a surprise to our listeners or anything that well, you, know you what? saw when you read it? I felt like this is a, a very well put together report and it just shows the um, the expert research of all the stakeholders coming together. But you know, um, one of the things that didn't really jump out is the role of attendance. You ah. know, hmm. uh, this is, it's so very important that everyone really needs to be uh, present every day. Mm-hmm. You know, we need so our students. So that's for school and employees. And, and if you didn't learn that as a student, might be tougher for you as an employee. Well, right? consider an example from the business world. You know, if employees are absent, then the work of the business it, it's not functioning properly, or even perhaps at all. Right. If it's a single uh, owner operator. So similarly in schools, you know, if the kids are not there, every hour of the day we're doing something that's going to help them learn. Right. Okay. And if they miss it for an appointment or if they miss it because they have a cold, then they are behind. Well, they can catch up. Of course, everybody has makeup work and that sort of thing, but it makes the future learning more challenging because you didn't get it in time to use it on the next assignment. Right. And so uh, really that attendance is so very important. And and, uh, it translates, I know that employers want their employees Mm -hmm. every day. Uh, Everybody's there for a reason. And um, so it's, it's very important that we all come together on this. That's interesting. So I think we skipped over, we were talking about literacy for Thomas County Mm -hmm. and how it has combined now with the literacy group that's part of the workforce plan. And you explained to us, you know, how the committee started. What do you see now? Uh, What do you think now that we've all combined? What do you think is the biggest effort that we can make together? What's one of the things that's been identified that we can all do now that we're together in this? Well, you know, we want to we want everybody to think of Thomas County as a community that reads. You know, one of the commitments that we had to do um, back in 2015 was to commit to being a Get Georgia Reading community. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? Well, you have stakeholders to support literacy throughout their efforts. And so uh, the schools do literacy activities every day, all the time, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But what we need to do is to engage with our families. Now, we do that Mm -hmm. um, when they're available to come to school. Right. Uh, It's tough. I mean, after school hours, uh, people are busy in the community. And so uh, one of the things that we've uh, suggested to businesses is to work within a staff meeting structure to promote the awareness of literacy mm-hmm. and, and even perhaps uh, offer incentives to their employees about, hey, everybody loves bragging on your students, bragging on your kids. I, I'll show you pictures of my son, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Well, what about their report card or what about their test scores or how about their regular attendance? My child just got an attendance award. They made it every day this month. So you're reaching the families through mm-hmm. the business mm-hmm. and the employees and then there's an incentive for them to brag about their kid or grandkid or I think that is yeah. the I don't think that is that. that is the perfect example of collective impact mm-hmm. right I mean so instead of just relying upon the school systems to teach our children how to read mm-hmm. um, if we're all doing it together from our, our educators to our business community to the families um, and we're insulating in so many different ways 
the probability of that being more successful is so much higher Mm -hmm. than just relying on our school system to be the end-all, be-all, which we know you can't be the end-all, be-all, and you do so much already. So we're really thankful um, to have um, our school systems be a part of the literacy by third grade, but we also have participation in all the other pinch points too. So so it kind of shows how really literally from birth to work, um, we're all engaged together. Um, you know, I like to say that everybody can play a role. You know, teachers teach, mm-hmm. students learn, families encourage, business communities support, and that we all talk about this goal and this emphasis of literacy that suddenly everybody gets the message. Oh, okay. So this it's is just important. reinforcement by many, Absolutely. many partners over Absolutely. and over again. And that like really that. does serve the goal uh, that came out of this plan, which was to support the literacy for Thomas County and align and elevate the local literacy advocates. So um, can you share a little bit about what, what else has come out of the um, program or the group in regards to um, future Um, projects that people could get involved with? Sure, absolutely. One of the things about Literacy for Thomas County is it gets that focal point, right? And there's a website that they can share ideas on. Um, It serves as a way to organize folks for the um, Literacy Fair, which happens in the fall, or the One Book Campaign, or perhaps uh, I think recently we posted a video on how to read to your young child. Mm, That you're showing the text Mm. elements and you refer to the pictures and you read with emotion and feeling and you exaggerate things because your kids just... Make it fun for them, right? Exactly. I love that because you know what? I mean, I, I learned to read but I didn't learn how to teach to read. And right. so it is nice to have that there so that I know what I'm doing is helpful for my daughter and not, you know, just monotonous and teaching her. You don't want to make it like, oh, we have to read and this is grudge work. You know, you want to make it fun. You're telling a story. Absolutely. It's an adventure. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's put on your Thomas County school system hat for a minute. Mm, yes, ma'am. We'll move away from all the committees and other work that you do. <laughs> Tell our listeners some of the biggest initiatives or some of the things that the Thomas County school system has going on related to literacy. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I'd like for everybody to know is that we're teaching our students to read every day. Literacy is required in all the subjects, and it unlocks the potential of the future, right? So if you want to learn about anything, you're going to likely learn about it by reading about it and then doing it, right? So uh, we've been fortunate to receive a grant from the Georgia Department of Education. They uh, have awarded Thomas County Schools a million dollars each Mm -hmm. year, divided, of course, into the different schools to... uh, buy the tools that we need, uh, align the training that we need so that we are um, using the science of reading, instructional strategies, providing um, outreach to the community, book distributions, parent engagement activities, uh, training for early learning uh, daycare providers. Hmm. That's um, that's a big initiative that we've had. That's a really big initiative, and I think that builds off of the early learning and care piece that we identified or that Merrill identified for our community as, you know, before they even come into the school system, what efforts and initiatives can take place 
when they're in that zero to four, getting that language nutrition. That's right. And, you know, uh, there's a status uh, that shows that a early learning provider, a daycare, is um, a good one to go to, and it's called a quality rating. Mm-hmm. And that carries with it some expectations of regular training. Well, the school systems have partnered together to offer weekend training for daycare workers so that they get those strategies, they learn, and they earn those credits Mm -hmm. so that they're able to um, obtain the quality rating. We've seen many times this um, video of a small child and how they react to someone engaging with them, reading to them, how many words they hear versus if they're just sitting there at a daycare or grandma's house or wherever. So if they're engaged in that early child care, then by the time they get to you, they'll know more words. They'll be interested in reading. I I did not know that you guys were doing that. um, That's impressive. Daycare providers. And for our listeners, that video is called the still face experiment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look it up. Google it. It's very interesting. The still face experiment is very interesting. Mm -hmm. And it's built on the psychology of the interaction, that you're developing a relationship with someone, your facial expressions. You know, we lost that opportunity during COVID Mm. when everyone was masked up or perhaps even behind a a screen uh, when they were interacting (laughs) remotely, right? Yeah. Well, you just can't get a read from somebody when you're covering half face. Well, you know, we've done Zoom calls. We still do them now, and especially during 2020. And we had to pitch to a a prospect that thought about bringing a business here to Thomasville. Mm -hmm. We did it on a Zoom call. It was so hard. I could not believe the difference in the face-to-face interaction and trying to read a prospect on a Zoom call. It was super hard. It, it was like we were speaking sign language or something, and I, I ahead of time didn't think it would be that big a deal. But yeah, so it's a big deal for kids to get that face-to-face mm-hmm. time at every age. That's every right. Age. And so. the relationship, the interaction with the adult and the child is so critical mm-hmm. to that success. They're sitting in your lap. It's a hug. They're sitting beside you, and you're looking at the book together, and you point out, look at the green bush. Look at the brown puppy dog. Look Mm -hmm. at, you know, all the different features. Conversational in in a sense. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Did you see this? You turn it into a game. Wait, this isn't reading. It's a game now. This is fun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Very interesting. And it seems like, um, you know, there's clearly lots of, lots of success that has been built Um, and so when we highlight some of the things that are part of the workforce plan we don't want to make it seem as if you know no one can read Um, 40% does seem like a large number however um, we we do know that COVID probably created some of those challenges especially for those who are now I mean for me personally my daughter was in pre-k mm-hmm. when COVID happened and so from pre-k until really second well really i feel like second grade just this year this past school year we were able to have more interaction with her peers and the parents and the teachers and not having that certainly impacted my daughter's ability to be able to interact and so I, i'm sure that the 40 percent those numbers hopefully will will go down a little bit 
post-COVID yes. um, and as we continue to work together collectively as a community. Are there any other um, pieces from the um, Literacy for Thomas County that you want to share with the group? Um, anything that's that's developed here recently? Well, what I wanted to share with you just before we leave the COVID is what we've seen since we've come out of the pandemic and returned to face-to-face interaction, people respond to good teaching. Mm-hmm. When they came back to school and they had those fantastic relationships with wonderful teachers in both school systems or even in the private sector, uh, they responded and they rebounded and they caught back up. Mm-hmm. So don't despair whether or not you've taken a, a standardized test or not. Uh we're all going to be fine Mm -hmm. when we come in and we just do our best and we interact naturally and um just learn every day yeah Mm -hmm. come in and learn every day (laughs) i always say this motto the older i get the less i know (laughs) you're just learning new things to learn about how about that all the things you didn't know that you needed to learn yeah there you go that's right (laughs) right that's right that's exactly right. Um, so you asked a moment ago about uh, new initiatives on the way. Um, we want to use the Literacy for Thomas County website as a communication tool about how different stakeholders can see what's going on and how they possibly could plug in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, for example, in Literacy Fair, well, that's a community event. Mm-hmm. Oh, when is that? Where is that? And then you can go and do and And the website that. is always already up and going yes Yes, okay tell Mm -hmm. tell our listeners what the website is literacyforthomascounty.org okay good enough is there another anything else you can think of um, for our listeners that might want to get involved in this literacy by third grade committee i Um, I do have uh, a thing that is an open committee and and it meets on the i want to say the third Wednesday of the month. Third um, Wednesday of the month. At the public library. Thomas That's a perfect public place library. for them to meet. Absolutely. <laughs> and we're always glad to have more people to come with uh, fresh ideas and want to be helpful. Okay. Um, one of the things that when we were looking at the website and we wanted to come up with an announcement kind of thing to put on there, you may have seen these uh, lending libraries pop up in the community. Yeah. It looks like a little birdhouse. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you give a book, you take a book. Very right. cute. Well, yeah. There's actually a map, a nationwide map of registered lending libraries. And Thomas County already has three to five of them in the community. Yeah, I've seen them around town. Yeah. So um, the Thomas County Public Library is a wonderful resource. And it it occurs in all the outlying communities as well, right? Uh But... um, in addition to that, the lending libraries is something that we think perhaps might even be expanded in the future. You know, you guys have literature that you can pick up here in Imagine Thomasville that people can read and mm-hmm. learn about our community. Mm-hmm. Well, that's reading. Yeah. That's yeah. literacy. That's so. pretty amazing. I didn't realize that there was a national map. Mm-hmm. I didn't either. Yeah. yeah. See, we've to... learned something today. <laughs> that we didn't know that we didn't know. That's You're right. unstoppable. <laughs> Well, Bob, um, we appreciate all that you're doing in our school system um, and all that you're doing with the birth to work pipeline um, process and literacy for Thomas County Reads. I think I could just keep going on and on and on. Um, uh-huh. Do you mind sharing, though, from the, the beginning of our before we even started recording for the podcast, you were um, you know, you were talking about um, the ability for Imagine Thomasville to bring together 
the power of all the stakeholders mm-hmm. to come and talk about that. How has that how has that impacted the efforts of the things that you're doing? It's brought our community intention into alignment. Mm-hmm. Not attention, but intention. What are we all trying to do? We're trying to get better. We're trying mm-hmm. to improve the quality of life here in Thomasville, Thomas County, for everybody here. And that goes into the world of work. That goes into the quality of life. That goes into the, the social services that are available in our community. How our students and our children and our families experience and interact together in a positive way. You know, I'm very proud of Thomasville. I'm very proud to be from here. And when we travel, oh, Thomasville, yes, I know that place. And then they want to tell me about some element of our, our town that we're all very proud of, right? Right, right. Um, their favorite restaurant or, or some festival that they come to. And it's known, right? Right. Well, this community is coming together to be known as a community of quality, a community that reads, that are working on these things that are worthwhile goals in life. Well, I appreciate I didn't want to put you on the spot there, but I, you know, Shelly and I talk about it all the time on our podcast and, you know, just in general. Um, but it's really nice to hear those that are a part of this, um, what we call a, a life lifetime worth of work. Um, share with us how it's been impactful in the work that they're doing and how you're able to see that and so we just appreciate it and appreciate your time being on Let's Talk Thomasville and I'm sure we could continue talking about literacy about third grade for a lot longer time but um, we'll make sure that we may have you back on for a second episode. That sounds great. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you, Bob. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk Thomasville, a podcast produced by Summerhill Creative. Be sure to find other episodes wherever you download your podcast and share with a friend. If you're curious about a certain topic and how it relates to our community, connect with us at imaginethomasville.com or on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. Thanks for listening.